0: Hello and welcome, this is TNT's The Great British Wrestling Podcast for Great British Wrestling as featured on Bodyslam.net And you know the drill, we've been two weeks away so we've got news for pretty much every major promotion in the country right now Including Progress, Refro UK, ICW, TNT Extreme, 1PW, Wrestle Carnival... North Wrestling NCL, Soft Pro Wrestling mentioned, and just about every other promotion that we do like to talk about on this channel. And uh, yeah, it's... How you doing, Dan? It's been two weeks. Hi. Hello. Um, Oh, I missed you. (laughs) We did do the Super Bumper Review Show, which... Thank you so much for tuning in to If You did, of course, we did that on a live uh, stream basis on Twitter. Uh, Got some excellent reactions to it. So thank you so much for tuning in to Big Daddy Dan's review of 1PW. And, uh, of course, my review of the WXW uh, Tag Team Festival. And I was also joined by Kieran and uh, Mark, who told
1: me about New Japan Wrestling. God, I need to clean my ears out. It sounded like you said the tag team testicle. Uh, no, the tag team festival. Don't say things like that.
0: Uh, but yes, uh, it was a fantastic weekend. I probably will talk a little bit more about it at the end of the show. But to be honest, I think since I'm probably going to end the show with talking about some stuff, why don't you kick off the show talking about some stuff? Because uh,
1: I believe you were you were somewhere this weekend, weren't you? I was. Um, I, I had to travel... Miles and miles. Um, in fact, technically, not even that. I managed mm. to go to a show that was just under two miles from my house. It was lovely. Always it was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> um, myself and Stephen Soudon, the tribal chief of the Big Fat Geeks, um, went along to UBW's Horrokinrana 2. Um, this was UB- UBW's biggest um, show they've had so far. Um, well over 200 people, I'd say close to 250 in attendance. And it was really lovely. There were six matches and there was a thank you to CJ Carter. Um, CJ was a big, big part of UBW and it was great to have this. Um... And a great friend to the show. Always liked right to share you.
0: us. And of course, we do have that interview with him. Uh, an excellent veteran. Uh, I hope that he somehow keeps himself. You know, if you can develop into a coaching role somewhere, maybe that would be fantastic. He is a uh, classical worker, if you like.
1: Yes. Well, we started off with Harrison Leon versus Tony Sin, and the crowd love Harrison Leon. He he's got a big upside, he's about six foot five, six foot six, um, possibly even taller than that. Um, very flexible. Good worker the crowd love him and give it three or four years and he is gonna be in the natural progression series without any doubt uh he took on Tony sin um an evil evil man um and in the end unfortunately lost to Tony sin uh Jackson Hart took on Ricky calvair um good match um Jackson Hart was the. Um, ooh, hold on a minute. Where'd my notes go? I haven't lost my notes. I've done it, no. you.
0: have <laughs> done it, me. I'm uh, prepared.
1: I know, I'm exactly. prepared. <laughs> uh, Ricky Calvert wins after an interruption by Joshua King. We haven't heard the last of Joshua King. Uh, we then had uh, West Side Heat versus the Odyssey, but Big Josh was injured and wasn't going to be able to wrestle, Smashing Mike, being the man and a half that he is, took on both members of the Odyssey, Artemis and Adonis Payne. Who were also members of the meme team. And they did have memes on the outside, who, of course, was a a good um, overseer who didn't interfere. Well, it was memes, let's be honest. Um... You Know, I don't know how all this has happened, but apparently,
0: we're now the official meme team podcast. Whoop, whoop.
1: Um, <laughs> Artemis is great, she's going to be another big star. Adonis Payne, we've talked about before, and um, I do want to have him on the podcast soon. Um, they went up against Smashing Mike, and boy, Smashing Mike was as energetic as ever. He was all over the ring, he was flying around, he was because that man doesn't him. get tired. Man doesn't get tired, given the big hits. But unfortunately, the numbers game did end up overpowering him. And, smashing Mike lost. He lost the tag team titles to the Odyssey. Um, so the tag team titles are in possession of the meme Team. Memes was was quite possessive of Artemis's belt. He kept taking it off her. It was quite quite rude.
0: Wait, uh, no, as the official Bean Team podcast, we're supposed to be happy about this, aren't we?
1: Well, I'm, Yay!
0: I'm,
1: I'm happy for the youngsters, but you know, <sighs> no,
0: no, I know it's smashing Mike and smashing Mike's our boy, but somehow, some way, I don't know how you've done it. It may be Stephen, but apparently, I, I saw it on
1: Twitter and. I think Stephen has more influence. So we then had Josh Spicer versus Joshua King. And this was the Young Lions Championship. And Josh Spicer was over like Rover. Joshua King, powerhouse wrestler, powered him the way through. Spicer ended up winning and retaining his belt after an interruption from Jackson Hart. So this is to pay back Joshua King for his interruption earlier. Um, there was lots of arguments between the two we then had our thank you CJ Carter Um, CJ came out and Charles Crowley introduced him and said that he'd had his best matches with CJ and without CJ there would be no Charles Crowley Um, there was a round of applause for CJ everyone really appreciates him everyone loves what he did he was a huge part of UBW and he is still loved and we then had the halftime break where they always have photos with fans in the ring, and lots of the fans were asking CJ to come into the ring and do the photos with them, which was really lovely as well. After the break, we had Rain Leverkusen, who I don't know much of. She is the heavy metal hero, um, and she was taking on Memes. Memes is a big old boy. He's about six foot four, six foot five. He's about 300 pounds. He is a chunk of a man. Rain, a little bit smaller a lot smaller about a foot and a bit smaller and probably weighs about half of what memes does um, fought valiantly fought fast and got the surprise win after a little bit of a mistake between the dream team uh, between the meme team and rain managed to get the roll up for the win we then had our main event and it was a coffin match it was Mr. Charles Crowley versus Truman Roswell. And the crowd were actually split. Truman was getting quite a lot of cheers. Um, Good match. Charles Crowley was his usual entertaining self. Um, We do love the, the carnival twat. He is fantastic. Truman Roswell, really good wrestler, really great. And retained after Tony Sin came out and threw water in the ref's eyes, his holy water, Threw water at Charles Crowley, blinding him, and uh, ended up with Charles Crowley being put in the coffin. Smashing Mike then ran out to run off um, Truman Roswell. And after CJ Carter came to try and stop Tony Sin and Truman Roswell... um, picking on Charles Crowley in the coffin, Smashing Mike came out to the defence of C.J. Carter and it was announced that Smashing Mike is the new number one contender for Truman Roswell's um, belt and he will be fighting Truman Roswell on the 5th of November in Royston in Hertfordshire.
0: This is just one big conspiracy against Truman Roswell, obviously.
1: Obviously. And that, if you remember our podcast interview that we did with the Smashing Mike... Can you remember who he said his dream match was going to be? Truman Roswell.
0: It was. And it it's is cool going to happen. For it. That's it. Come on, Teen tights podcast and call your
1: shot. Yep, We're going to have to send Steven because I'm DJing that night. Um, that will be three and a half sugars. Thank you so much. UBW for having us. And we look forward to reporting on your shows. As ever. I'd also like to say um, there were quite a few people there watching that were wrestlers who were there to support CJ on this night. Um, We had the fantastic Tommy Kyle there. Uh, We had Clementine there. And we had Stevie Turner there. Mm. Uh, Yes, that was really nice. Um, uh, Big shout out to the guys from Hellfire Designs who met up with there as well.
0: Uh, always uh, good folks over there at Health Design. Best belts in the business. Just, oh, just, just yeah. saying it. <laughs> just putting it out there. Uh, but, yeah, it sounds like a really fun show. I know, obviously, Stephen Sound was there as well. He's become very much a regular uh, UBW
1: guy. Uh, they've got another show coming this month. Uh, there is a Square One show in Stevenage this month. And then there is the main show in Royston on the 5th of November.
0: There we go uh, So it looks good and fun Uh Before we get on to some progress news uh, I watched the latest uh, Addition to the demand Progress and it was Their Deadly Viper tour of uh, Birmingham, Codenamed California Mountain Snake Millie Mackenzie defeated Laura Dimmer. Millie McKenzie is over So popular with the progress crowd And she looked so happy to be in the ring Peter Tahani uh, won his Natural Progression Series 8 qualifying match in a fatal four-way against Alexander Roth. Harry Singh uh, and Tom Fairwell, this is a very short match. Uh, give, each person was given a little bit of time to shine a couple of minutes to show what they can do. Uh, I, I hope to see more of what Peter Tahani can really go against Ricky Knight Jr. when he faces uh, from the next show that will be available uh, on-demand progress next weekend. Uh, Aussie Open then defeated CPF. I mean, really, I I think we all knew Aussie Open was gonna. Sorry, guys, we love you, man, but Aussie Open just literally the best tag team in the world right now. And yep, uh, Shigehiro Irie uh, defeated Gene Money. Uh this I, you know, I wish it was longer. I wish Gene Money could have got himself into a real serious mode and gone to war with Shigo Hero irie Because I saw Shigo Hero irie in some absolute battles on WXW. And yeah, I feel like he and Gene could have really torn the place down if Gene Money had let go and let rip. So I think really these two could have probably had a massively fantastic match but they wanted to give the guys time in the next match was which was the calamari drunken kings chris brooks and masahiro takanashi versus kid lycos and kid lycos too. lycos gym they were given plenty of time to work here uh cdk are phenomenal really amazing tag team i obviously got to see a lot of them while i was over in germany because they were part of the world tag team festival and master hero is for me one of the best wrestlers in the world uh especially for somebody who doesn't wrestle in his typical japanese strong style he, he wrestles much more of a european uh catch style uh lots of joint manipulation lots of uh Chain chain wrestling moving from one hold to the other, and he's seamless, and he's got amazing facials that can make you just absolutely buffed out in hysterics. Uh so yes, this was particularly really, really good. Big Damo and Luke Jacobs uh, went to war for the second time, and they, they they beat the crap out of each other with Big Demo coming out on top to take the Atlas title from Luke Jacobs. <sighs> I'm, a little. I'm like yeah I I can see why But Luke Jacobs well, Of course Luke Jacobs is currently injured And we'll get to that in just a little while If you uh, bear with us when we get to the Adam Kelly uh, Sunshine Machine TK and Chuck Mambo Wrestled a typical uh, Sunshine Machine match Against Violences Forever I wish they had got into a more of a Violences Forever match because finances forever is literally not just a model it's it's it it is exactly how they wrestled every match when they were at w x w having some of the best uh hard hitting strong style matches in the tournament and uh I wish we got to see a little bit more of that. we got to see some of it, but it was more of a sunshine machine match than it was a uh finances forever match. Kanji defeated Lana Austin and her Lana Austin experience as she was accompanied by L.A. Taylor and uh, Skye Smithson. Uh, but Kanji managed to overcome the odds and uh, win the championship because that's what she does all the time. She overcomes the odds and wins. And does it well. She does it well. Just Every time she overcomes the odds and wins She's almost like the John Cena Of Progress Women's Division Spike Trevay uh, then defeated Man like Darius with a lot of help With his new hitman for hire The man in black uh, The Dark Angel Bullet Who has been making a name for himself Over on the uh, Southern coasts of the UK And uh, over at Reach Wrestling as well I know he's been doing a lot of work but uh, big guy, really big guy, to be honest, he's he's giant. I just hope Spike Trevay doesn't lean on him too much during matches. He certainly leant on him a lot in this match. I think we can't forget that Spike Trevay is a tremendous wrestler, and we should also be allowed to really see that in his matches with him not being overly reliant on a big hitman. Of course, this will probably get Bullet Bino over on a lot, uh, and probably once he turns on him, of course. Uh, so, I'm sure he's got a big future. He's, he's a giant horse guy, and uh, he seems to be uh, quite a good at using his size, quite a depth, and that's always good for a big man. Overall, I would give this show... Three and a half sugars it was uh better than like I thought this was better than handshakes and cheeseburgers uh oh by the way, while I was out in Germany I actually met the gentleman who actually did the uh rev- that review for grapple theory he was out there I actually met him while I was out there and you know what he's a very nice guy and I spoke to him I don't think he had any malicious intention. He just personally didn't like some of the things. So there's a couple of things, obviously, I did disagree with him on, particularly the Tate Mayors and the Effie, uh, who I thought put on a great show and are great performers. Uh, but not, I don't think he actually went out with any malicious intention to. I just don't think he enjoyed it as much as he was hoping to. I think so, overall, I think, you know, sometimes Rollers, wrestlers, you know. I mean, I know we're in no place to judge. We really tell you guys how to do your jobs because we're nobodies who just... We're marks who who have a podcast. So at the end of the day, our opinions mean absolutely nothing. Or it can mean something to you. if you, it's, it's completely up to you guys. If you feel like we can give you some valid points, listen to us. If you don't, yeah, you know, uh, tell us to go shut up. <laughs> Either way, just communicate with us in the comments while we're at it. Like and share the video because, you know, it helps with those uh, YouTube algorithms and really pushes us. Let's promote British wrestling as much as we possibly can. That's what we do here on the TNT and Tights to Break British Wrestling podcast. Uh, for now, I'm going to kick it to me earlier today with uh, Adam Kelly uh, sorry, Kate Kayla, Adam Kayla from uh, the Daily Star. Uh, a Great chat with him about the most recent progress show. And uh, uh, yeah, let's drop into that. Bye. Boy, thank you. Well, me, because I would have just uh, handed it off to myself and Adam, because uh, Adam Kayla from the Daily Star, professional Twitterer as well, uh, as he's going to talk to us about uh, the very recent progress show. It was snake no sidewinder wasn't it
2: yep sidewinder in manchester
0: excellent i do want to just give some of the background about yourself chris very quickly
2: yeah um i've been a daily staff for about a year now um kind of with a main focus on wrestling and bringing it into the new side rather than the sports side because they weren't doing much with it um yeah i've been a wrestling fan since 1999 um, not gonna tell you my age. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, always always been a fan always been into British wrestling as well. so yeah.
0: Well, I, I, I'll let you know that mine actually starts at the 90s, and I'm definitely not going to review my, tell you my age. <laughs> I, I like to think I get away with it with a bit of a baby face, <laughs> except for when my hair goes long. Whenever my hair goes long, I just seem to look old. But <laughs> no, we're getting a little off track. because, uh, As you say, you were at the very recent Manchester show, Progress Wrestling, part of their Deadly Viper tour. Uh Go, yeah, let us know what happened, uh, what you thought. So there's definitely a couple of questions and things I'd like to talk about. I'm sure you know which ones. And uh yeah, we'll go for it.
2: Yeah, um, so the show, it was about 450, 500 people in attendance, which is really good for mm. the rates in Manchester. It makes it look pretty pumped. Um, And it kicked off with Millie McKenzie and Alexis Falcon. Um, Couldn't have asked for a better opening match, to be fair. The crowd was dead into it brilliant match um massive back and forth the whole time Mm. um two excellent pros at the top of the game and Millie won which the crowd loved um but it wasn't the last you would see of Alexis for the night either um yeah and then that was followed by Elijah versus Tom Dawkins um obviously Tom can't do the Cara Noir thing um because the whole thing with Spike banning it and it was quite funny to see Tom essentially coming out like your basic create a pro wrestler template from like a really old WWE game. Um, and he had the most generic theme music. It was it was very funny. It was the complete opposite to Kara. Um, and then obviously you had him trying to do Kara's moves and Spike came out and you had the F off Tori Wanka chants all the time. So yeah, that was funny. Um, and Elijah actually won because of, you know, Spike getting in the way and causing a distraction. So the crowd weren't too happy with that. Uh, but I'm hoping this feud is building to something pretty big. Uh, it, there should be a big payoff because it's, it's been really good so far. Uh, so that was followed by a first round match for the Natural Progression Series 8 tournament, which is progress is kind of like, how do we spot like younger talent in a tournament thing? Mm. Um, this was Tate Mayfair's versus Sam Bailey. Uh, Sam obviously being Manchester born and bred. Crowd went dead into him. Tate was just being Tate, driving everyone up the wall. Um, He's had a back and forth with Simon Miller, which is definitely building to something. It was very, very funny. Um, Tate won. Crowd went into it, but it's Tate, so you kind of have to love it anyway. (laughs) Um, it was brilliant. to be fair, he's very, very, very good. It's the first time I've seen him wrestle in person. He's very good. Mm. Uh, definitely got a big future ahead of him. Um, then we had Nina Samuels against Tonga. For some reason, and I think everybody agreed, the crowd were just not there totally all night. Um, it was a bit low. Nothing to do with the show. Nothing to do with the talent, but it really showed in this match. Like Nina with her big entrance with the spotlight and the, the director's chair kind of thing. Crowd just weren't there just like a completely
0: <laughs> dead reaction, which is a shame because she's good. Mm. Um, I wonder, sorry not to cut you off there, but I wonder if they had maybe switched the matchups and had Nina Samuels go against Millie McKenzie, have her complain about Millie stealing the spotlight, returning the week before Nina did, could have really got the crowd against her, and Tonga and Alexis Falcon have great chemistry, always have done and the well-known to the Manchester audience as a heel face. So I wonder if that... Possibly.
2: Possible. Um, plus, I think a lot of people wanted to see Tunga win. Mm. You know, she's very, very good. Um, and she's kind of doing this whole new gimmick of, like, your favourite TikTok star. never seen her on TikTok, <laughs> personally. Um, but, you know, it, it would have been nice to see her win, but she didn't. Nina won. And then Nina kind of had a trophy, the Nina Samuels Award at the end of it that she of course handed to herself which brought Alexis out for a really good promo and the very non-PG version of which is on the Deadly Star Twitter mm-hmm. um, saying how the, the women like Alexis and, and Kanji and all that have built that women's division up over the past year from nothing um, and it's it's le- it's led to a match I think it's going to be in Cardiff, the two of them Yeah, I'm not mistaken um, so yeah, that would be good. It's just a short. I think it's just a short term feud. I'm I'm pretty sure it's not going to build up too much after that. But it was it was a good promo by Alexis. She's kind of mm. in prime right now. She's really good on the mic. Um, then we had a break and we had Kid Lycos versus Luke Jacobs. This was supposed to be Lycos Jim versus um, Luke and Ethan. Yeah, but Ethan's obviously I don't know if people have seen it on Twitter. He's taking a step back to let an injury heal for the rest of the year. So Lycos won, but about a minute from the end, Luke Jacobs went down with a proper injury. had the X sign from the ref. Um, Crowd, totally quiet. Lycos still won. It is what it is. Um, And then backstage afterwards, there was a lot of commotion over Luke's injury. He went to hospital. He is thankfully okay. He's got a slight dislocation in his elbow, looking at a couple of months out. Um, which is a shame for him, it's probably him done Mm -hmm. for the rest of the year Um, even though he's had such a great year year. yeah, a very good year, Um, and now that's both him and his tag team partner out for the year, so it's a big shame, hopefully when they
0: can return it'll be together, and that'll be quite nice, yeah,
2: I would think so yeah yeah. Um, then we had another natural progression match this I called the Slater derby this was (laughs) Leon, Leon Slater versus Liam Slater Never seen either of these two guys wrestle. This was brilliant. This was surprisingly technical. Um, Liam, he calls himself. I think it's like the new, new age wrestler or something like that. It was very, very good. Very technical. Um, Leon won obviously with his high flying style. The finish, the finish is actually on Twitter. I think it was a four fifty. Very good. Very impressive the person. Um there's a lot more to come from those two. Mm. I'd be surprised if that's the last you see Oh, that
0: was the one legged four fifty I saw, yes. Yeah, yeah, Very, 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 unique.
2: <laughs> yes. Um, uh, to be fair, I think he was selling a bit of a foot injury. Uh, uh yeah. And look I would though. like to see those two run it back because it was very good. <laughs> um then we had the Super Smash Mob 12 match. I don't know how to describe this because it was absolute chaos. Yeah, um, there's, I mean, there's two sides to this. There's the in-person side and there's the what you see online side. Mm. Um, basically, the short version of this is that p pe- that fans would give them a chance to vote on whether they wanted two on two on two on two etc. or three on three four on four whatever they went with three versus three versus three versus three. The tag teams were Mike Bird. You know what? I've just got Hollister whole names in front of me and I can't remember who was on which team. Um, the teams are on the internet. Have a look. Um, basically, most of it was Gene Money not wanting to be there, both in character and out of character. It was hilarious. He was just on the side going, I don't want to do this, shouting as loud as possible. It was very funny. Mm. It was a spot fest. Mm. It was a lot of spots. And in person, in the crowd, it was fantastic. It was a brilliant match to be there for and to see... Moonsaults for 50s, cutters off the ropes, people standing on each other's shoulders, diving onto everybody. It's brilliant to watch, it's very, very entertaining, and it probably isn't the last you'll see of this match. Mm-mm. Online, there are some spots that have caused controversy. <laughs> yes. yes. Feel free to ask <laughs> any questions at this point about this match. <laughs>
0: well, because I, I saw the. Uh... Shooting star one, and I think that looked fantastic. It looked a little bit less contrived and probably a little less time to set up. But you see, just show Lando hit from uh turnbuckle to floor, Callum Newman from turnbuckle to win the ring. Uh, same with Omari at that same time, and then you've got TK Cooper hitting the shooting star, his running shooting star press off the uh side apron, which I think is excellent. That spot is insane, and it's really, really good i'm gonna gonna kind of agree with the online side of things it's certainly because but i can understand where because my thing was when i was watching i was going yeah better live crowd absolutely ate that up but yes you can certainly see on online you can see just people why are people standing there oh this has taken too long to set up it's hmm, so i'm gonna raise a question it might be a little controversial uh, I don't know where progress still, whether they do this, but sh- should they maybe have match producers? They do. Oh, they do.
2: But this was new for everyone. Yeah. Um, and it was very, I think the impression I got was it was difficult for everybody involved to work out how to do this when it's such a brand new concept. Mm. It didn't really have time to go through it when you have the fan votes and stuff. Um,
0: Twelve people and, in the ring at the same time—never easy.
2: Yeah, so uh, I'll give them credit. They—they they really, really try the best, all of them. Mm. And that spot that's caught fire online, in person, I actually, you actually didn't click what was going on outside the ring. Mm. You didn't notice that everybody was slowly just walking around and waiting for it to happen. Mm. You just saw what was going on in the ring. Mm. You just saw people climbing on each other's shoulders, climbing on the, the ropes, whatever. You didn't click what happened until you saw it online. And then it's a bit like, mm. I just think it was a. It, it could have. The match itself could have been handled better. Mm. Maybe less people, maybe less spots, maybe more storytelling, I guess. Mm. However, the ending was fantastic. Uh, and I think that's got lost on a lot of people. Mike Bird with the power driver off the top rope, which was just insane. Um, obviously, the winner of the match got a championship opportunity with any title of their choice, which ended up being him actually turning around to his tag team partners and saying, you two can have a tag team title shot as well whenever you want. Um, I don't know if that was planned. Just randomly mm. happened. Um, and Mike challenged Spike for Cardiff for the title. And he gave a killer promo at the end about the kind of people that, you know, obviously Spike's perceived as a Tory, even though he's never said that.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a side
2: <laughs> point. Um,
0: and I remember interviewed people. him about that.
2: <laughs> yeah. <it's mad>. Um, <laughs> like all the people the Tories have trod on or whatever. And there's a personal story from mine. Uh, progress have actually put the promo online. It's very, mm. very good.
0: Have um, you seen the response just released? Nope. It's literally just been released. It's Spike Trevay walking through. He's a stolen jeans gimmick because it looks like he's walking through the woods walking his dog. But uh, uh, oh, he's that so good. Matter. He is so good at uh, just talking and delivering, and yeah. his yeah, it's so good. You have to see it. It's on progress Twitter right now.
2: Yeah. Um, but yeah, the kind of all the chaos of that match. The end. The, it was a brilliant ending. It kind of got lost, which is a bit of a shame. Mm. But there are lessons to learn for everyone involved. I wouldn't do away with the concept. There is something there that worked. Yeah. Um. And also, I'm not. I really think it should have ended the show, rather than being where it was. Because after it, there was Rio versus Sky Smithson. Dead crowd. Nobody cared. Everyone was worn out. And it's not a knock on the two in the ring because no, of it was just unfortunate that they had to follow it.
0: Yeah, because I can imagine that being a very hard hitting match with the two ladies involved.
2: Yeah, it was. Um, Rio lost. Uh, sorry, Rio won. Um, and it was to do with the Lana Austin experience, and then her uh, Lana and La Taylor and Sky uh, beat up Rio after, and Minnie McKenzie came out. So there's that's building to a tag team match as well. Um, mm. uh, but yeah, there's, there's not much more to say about that. It just got a bit lost, really. Um, although Lana did karaoke pretty much, which was. Classic Lana Austin. To be
0: fair. She's amazing right now. She really is the one of the best things in British wrestling. And, Lana her Austin.
2: Her and Spike are probably the two best at the minute.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't if they didn't put the belt on Lana very soon. I, I mean, I, I think I would take advantage of it.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um. Yeah. And then the last match was Dan Maloney versus Spike Treve. Not for the title. And as soon as they said this is not for the title, yeah, kind of knew what was going to happen. Which was a bit of a shame. Yeah. <laughs> but Dan um, won, um, which I get, I mean, in reality, it took a lot of people by surprise because why have your champion lose clean like that? Mm. Storyline wise, it made sense because he's never beaten Spike before. There was a lot of personal beef and it, it was a nice payoff um, to their little feud. Um, there was a weird spot in the match. You don't know if you've seen it with Progress Supervan Charlie Crothers. And yeah. I, yes, I can't not mention it. Um, the fun story behind that, to be fair, is that Dan had no idea who Charlie was. It wasn't planned. It was completely off the cuff. And Charlie will dine off that for the rest of his life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, the show was very good. It was just a shame the crowd wasn't as into it as they were six months ago when Progress was last in Manchester. and. Someone made the point that actually Manchester's been wrestled out recently, like show after show after show, lots of shows, you've had Soft Pro, you've had Future Shocks anniversary show, you've had a lot in Manchester, so Mm. maybe it was to do with that, but overall it it was a good show, it was a good watch.
0: Yeah, uh, it sounds like it would... I, I look forward to catching it. It will be on the WWE Network. Of course, it will be on uh, Demand Progress as well. Uh, I think I've probably covered most of the questions I was going to ask. Okay, I'm going to go to uh, the Natural progression series. You mentioned what it's supposed to be. I felt where you had two guys in the Super, crash ma- super b- Smash match, Keenan and Tubit, Should have been in the natural progression series, and Mike Bailey and Liam Slater should have been in that main event. It just seemed very strange to have uh such tenured veterans because uh I mean Leon, I mean Liam, yeah, Liam Slater is a ten year veteran and currently the North NCL champion. Yeah, look, I get RKJ is the Repro UK champion, but he's also under twenty one years old. And it's probably the best route to get him into the championship picture as quick as you can.
2: I think, from a progress perspective, Liam Slater's relatively new. No, yeah, his progress debut. Yeah, the, the one point someone made to me, and I do agree with it, I don't think Ricky Shane Page should be in the natural progression series at all.
0: Wait, Ricky Shane Page,
2: is it Ricky Shane? But who's yeah. in the is it? I'm sure he's in the natural progression series.
0: No, no, I'm sure he can't be. It was uh because it was RKJ and Peter Tahani. Uh, if you get have you got him to see Peter Tahani? He's phenomenal. I I hope Progress use him more often. Uh I should to say, I'm very very, very impressed seeing him live in uh Germany and he's now my girl my wife's favourite wrestler. <laughs> um I'm trying
2: to have a quick Google. I'm sure
0: he's in it. He's been announced for something coming, but I don't think as
2: they said. He was going to be in the quarterfinal, so I could be wrong, but I'm ninety nine percent sure. You're probably going to want to cut this out.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's Joe Lando versus Nico Angelo in the final quarterfinal match.
2: Yeah.
0: So yeah, so, so but but Sam Bailey is well, a twenty year veteran, one of the best uh, yeah. teachers in the business. I think you could have given him his more of his moment in the main event. Danny, possibly, I love Tate Mayfairz. I think he, uh, he's. I've noticed he has drawn some divisive lines with some wrestling fans. Not sure if he's too over the top. I don't think so. I think Tateness is pure greatness. Uh, I look forward to seeing much more of Tate. I expect him to be in the finals of the Natural Progression series because he'll be facing either Joe Lando or Nico Angelo, who we'll just talk about in just a second. And uh, it's going to be Liam Slater versus RKJ. I know they have faced off before. I think for British Wrestling Revolution, uh, but it's been it's been a couple of years maybe, and it should be an extremely good match. Yeah. So it now I don't know if you've heard us. We give it the sugar rating rather than the star rating because we are tea and tights. How many sugars would you give it?
2: What we're we talking out of five? Out of yeah,
0: out of five. five.
2: The whole show?
0: Yeah, the whole show.
2: Three and a half. Considering the run progress has been on lately with good shows, I would mm. give it three and a half. It wasn't the best, it wasn't the worst, but it was better than an average show because of the chaos of that match. Yeah. And also the opening match as well, to fair, was very, very good.
0: I just saw the bonus show, which is now available on WWE Network and Demand Progress and yeah, personally I gave that show a good four sugars, he said that one was a very, very good show, really looking forward to Return of the Fly, which will be available this weekend on WWE Network and Demand Progress and then of course, uh, this most recent show Sidewinder, will probably be on the following week, but let's talk about Cardiff very quickly, it is the next stop on the Deadly Viper tour? Mike Bird will challenge Spike Reveille for the Progress World Championship in Cardiff. It seems like they're just lining up heroes for him to knock down at the moment. And I like it. It's Storytelling 101. He's going everywhere and crushing the, uh, the hero.
2: Yeah, I mean, it just makes sense. Line him up, it will knock him down. Mm. He needs... They they played Hot Potato with the title for a while. Yes. Um. So keep it on Spike for as long as you possibly can. There needs to be a big a big match before mm. he loses it. Um so yeah, I mean it, it's gonna become predictable for the for the crowd, but Spike has the ability to make them invest in the match he's in, regardless of who he's up against.
0: Yeah, he's very much in vain of the let me just count it off. The fourth progress world champion who I just don't really want to name. Right. Might be fifth. Nathan. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to mention him. Uh... It's the fifth champion, and he held it for till he was defeated by Will Ospreay And uh, he was a lot of the reason Progress got a lot of notoriety yeah. because of how hated he was by the crowd. Yet you know he would always win, but yet he would always get his comeuppance as well. And I think that always managed to send the fans home happy even when he won, and uh, he was just so much fun to hate. I think Treve can replicate that in a way. I think he is the new villain of, and I read a, an article uh, by uh, one of the media guys I met, uh, out in Germany, actually, and, uh, yeah, he'd written down that Spike Treve is the best uh, villain in Europe right now, and, yeah, 100% uh, there, he really, nobody, really is. I mean,
2: even just looking at the progress roster, there's nobody better. So. No, I, I mean, I don't compare it to a pro ross to solve pro anyone. I can't really think of anybody that is better than him at the minute.
0: Osprey, I guess. Well, but he he, he doesn't hold it anymore. So, <laughs> uh, now, uh, FSU are going to be in action. I believe this is the f- second time that they're going to be in action for progress, and they're facing Omari and a man like the so I'm assuming might would. Who was on Mike Bird's team? Uh, because it does seem like a weird connection. Although Mari is a Birmingham lad, isn't he? I know he's the OTT champion right now, but I'm sure he came up in Birmingham. Same. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, so he could easily fit into their 0 1 2 1. What do you think of this matchup?
2: I think it'll be good, but I think there's only one winner. <laughs> um, to be honest, FSU, I was in um, Cardiff for Clash weekend and um, Dennis, just his entrance alone is fantastic, it just turns into a mosh pit um, so yeah, it'll be a great match, great to see those two guys back together um, and yeah, it just makes the hometown crowd happy to be fair
0: uh, the final quarterfinal uh, natural progression series is just Joe Lando versus Nico Angelo whoever wins this will go on to face Tate Mayfairz at some point where do you think the chips lie? <laughs>
2: I really think it matters because Tate's winning anyway. But I'm going (laughs) to go with Nico Angelo. Um, Really good talent, really impressive. Um, Just like to see more from him, to be honest.
0: And part of the Cardiff uh, native, so uh, he'll be a a hometown hero against Joe Lando, who will always be popular with the crowd. But yeah, I think yeah, Nico's probably going to get the edge. Uh, Greedy Souls.
2: Just to go back slightly, by the way, when I said Ricky Shane Page, I meant Ricky Knight Junior.
0: Oh, Ricky Knight, Jr. <laughs> that's not a problem. I yeah, because I me and Dan argued this one, but what I argued uh, was uh because RKJ is under twenty one, he technically fits the mold and natural progression, and I just think it's an easy route to get him to spike Trevay as quickly as possible. It's just uh, so I I've I've let him off for that one, but, but Ricky Knight Junior, as you say, he is. One of he's probably one of the biggest stars in the UK right now, top yeah. five. Yeah. Uh, so we got Greedy Souls versus the Sunshine Machine for the Tank Team Championships in Cardiff. Can the Welsh boys take it home?
2: They can, but I don't think they will. Sunshine Machine are just on a roll. Plus, they have beach balls. So <laughs> the the two guys are brilliant as well.
0: Mm, I think if anyone can, I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing the greedy souls become because again, they've been on an absolute uh, uh, tear. Obviously, they had the recent program You know, during the non-fan era. They were good, but not the best. But now they've really just started to gain some momentum and I feel like it could be time to maybe move it on. And the most recent announced match is Raven Creed versus Tonga. Give us your final thoughts on that matchup.
2: I want to see Tonga win. I like Raven Creed. I like the gimmick. I like everything about her, but I just want to see Tonga win because I want to see her get a push. And there's also, she's trying to join the Lana Ruston experience and I just think that would be brilliant. It's so out of place, but it would be very, very funny if she joined
0: would be very very interesting maybe sneak in and then destroy it from within and become the new that would be a very good storyline. uh what do you think the future is kind of holding for progress and what do you think of the new management as a whole and how they've been doing
2: there are plans that i can't say that i know about everything's embargoed in the news world these days there are a lot of big plans for progress a lot mm. of big plans that will take people by surprise um, that will not describe headlines in the wrestling world. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs>
0: I think they're more active than uh, progressing to be more shows than they used to be. I think that they're, yeah. they're really being very active with the amount of shows that they've been pushing out.
2: Yeah, so when they took over this year, the new owners, they they were locked into dates from previous owners. Nothing they could do with that. They added their own dates on top. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they've put out quite a lot of shows. Uh, which is good. It's good to see. and um, They've got a lot of plans. They've already released the London dates for next year. As far as I'm aware, there's another Manchester date at the beginning of Feb. Um, Yeah, they want to do more in the con- around the country, but they also want to do more elsewhere. That's all you're getting out of me.
0: <laughs> I would love to see some sort of progress WXW thing going on, because uh, we have seen uh, Maggot been very, very well receptive to the uh, Progress audience. Uh, Peter Tahani's just made his recent debut. He's somebody I, I've got, got got my eye on for quite some time. But Adam, I'm really, really grateful for you to join us today. And uh, yeah, anytime you want to come on and tell us about the latest Progress show that you've been at that we may not have gotten to, we'd absolutely love to have you back on.
2: Cool. Thank you for having me.
0: No worries. All right. Back to me over on the uh, main roundup. And we're back with us, of course, back now live, back with me, Big Daddy Dan, of course. Not, not me and Adam earlier, but, you know, me and Dan now. Uh, Hi. Time travel is confusing. Anyway, uh, let's talk about, uh, I talked about it briefly with Adam, but let's go through it with Big Daddy Dan. Their next show is the uh, final stop of the Deadly Viper Tour. It's codenamed Snake Charmers It's at the Tramshed in Cardiff, Wales, on the 16th of August. October. Oh, sorry, what am I talking about? Mike Bird will be challenging Spike to raid for the Progress World Championship. What are your thoughts?
1: I think that it will be a very, very good match. But I think that there is zero chance of Mike Bird winning. Which which makes it a little bit hard for me to be excited for it. But I know that Spike will put on an amazing show and so will Mike.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm I'm very much similar with fame with you. Mind you, I'm as dissimilar. Lane that Spike Dre should not lose his title anytime soon, but yes, I think we got to make it feel like Spike Dre could lose his title at any moment. Yeah. And I think what you're saying is you're not sure that this is it. It's the Cardiff homeboy hero, and you know it seems to be the story right now that. Spike Treve has traveling to all these towns and he's crushing the hometown heroes Eddie Dennis in Cardiff recently,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Man Like DeReese in Birmingham. So I think, yeah, Mike Bird is going to be a
1: similar vein. Speaking of Man Like DeReese, though, um, FSU versus Amari and Man Like DeReese is a match that I would love to see.
0: Definitely, definitely. Uh, as mentioned uh, on our show, uh, Amari technically is from the 0121. Will he join? The yeah, 0121. Uh, of course, uh, Joe Lando and Nico Angelo are facing off against each other in the final semi final of the natural, no, the final quarterfinal of the natural progression series. Uh, whoever wins this will go on to face Tate Mayfair's. Tateness is greatness. Tateness is greatness. And I do believe whoever wins is just going to be beaten by Tate because Tateness is greatness.
1: Now, what I do think there is a chance of a belt changing hands is our tag team match coming up. The Greedy Souls are going to challenge Sunshine Machine. Now, Sunshine Machine are the longest reigning Progress tag team champions. Now, I believe. Yeah. Um, but you know what, Greedy Souls, I think it could be their time. They've
0: been on a massive roll, actually. And myself and Adam actually disagreed with this one because he feels he feels like Sunshine Machine will come away with the victory. I feel it's time to make the switch. I think time is for Greedy Souls. They've really been gaining so much momentum lately, and we love them as a tag team. They're big, they're bad, they're bruises. We
1: love, love Sunshine Machine as well. Yes, Don't get us wrong, we yeah. love Sunshine Machine. They are great, mm. but I think mm. it's time for the Greedy Souls to take those belts.
0: Uh, but my wife, she doesn't like Sunshine Machine. <laughs>
1: Everyone's entitled to their opinions.
0: She loves the Lycos gym. <laughs> she loves the shitty little wolves. Uh, anyway, uh, what's next? Uh, Raven Raven Creed, Creed versus Tonga. Mm. Uh, interesting matchup. Just almost heads or tails who could actually come out on top of this one. Both of them need the win in progress. So be an interesting match. And uh, two great performers. I think they have faced off before, but uh it was during the no crowd era. So it'll be interesting to see where you have the crowd, presumably behind Raven Creed. Yeah. And last not forget the Progress will be working with Modern Nomad Pro Wrestling, who on the night previous, which is the 15th of October, will be presenting. The House of Grapula, which features Dan Maloney versus Kid Lycos, Harrison Bennett versus Riho, Lee Hunter versus Harry Chapman, Experiment in Bola Elijah and LK Messinger uh, versus Lycos Jim, Nico Angelo and Kid Lycos 2, The Smoking Aces versus Eddie Dennis and Connor Mills. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: great, great lineup. It is, uh, then Progress are finally back in the Electric Ballroom, Camden, London, for Chapter 145, Trick or Treat, uh, which is on the 23rd of October, if I'm correct. I seem to have not written it down. But
1: tell me about the rest of the show while I find a date. RKJ will face Leon Slater in the first of the Natural Progression Series semi-finals. This will go down, like we say, at trick or treat. Big Damo will 23rd. be in- Big Damo will also be in action as he is set to defend the Progress Atlas title. Baby Allison will be making her Progress debut, which is awesome. The witch and- Pro Wrestling. Oh yes, resting witch face. And FSU will also be in action. And it has been announced.
0: Um, So uh, let's talk trick or treat here. RKJ versus Leon Slater. I mean, my money's on RKJ. I think the only reason RKJ is in a natural progression series is to give them a clear and concise logical path to Spike Trevay in a championship match. What do you think? I think you are right. I think they'll have a great match though. Oh, God, yeah. Indeed. Uh, The other one, I I love the fact that The Witch Bitch of Pro Wrestling and Baby Allison finally makes her addition to Progress. Uh, I think she'll get a lot out of working with some of the amazing women that we have in uh, the UK and the Progress Division in particular. I think she'll really benefit from it. She's very flexible. She's very powerful. uh, And she's got a very interesting unique persona. Uh, Could be a Interest definitely one for trick-or-treat definitely one for a halloween based show fsu let's think if they win uh their match on the previous show could maybe line them up for a shot at sunshine machine in the electric ballroom camden where they could possibly steal the titles
1: if sunshine machine routine let me know your thoughts uh, I think they could um, take on the greedy souls in a battle of Welshmen. It certainly could. Yes, yes, yes. There's definitely uh, a possibility. But I definitely think FSC will be challenging for the um, titles. I think you're right there. Yeah. Uh. Well, former
0: ROH uh heavyweight champion. Uh, The man cussed out and shouted down Mr. Tony Khan of EEW. He's making, oh, he's a former Progress World Champion as well. I should mention that, of course, as well. Jonathan Gresham will be making his return to Progress on the 27th of November, which will be for Chapter 146. They think it's all over, of course, in honor of the uh, Qatar Football World Cup. Uh, I know you're not a fan of football, and but I'm I'm sure you've heard the phrase "They think it's all over, it is yeah, now." Yeah,
1: yes, yes um, I, I do know enough of that. I'm particularly against the Qatar World Cup for the number of people that have died in the preparation for it. it is absolutely appalling and disgusting. Jonathan Gresham! No, 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 you're turning... Continue, continue. Because, I, 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 yes, I 100% agree with this.
0: And uh, uh, is, there, is there anything more? Yeah, it's a horror. And, uh, yeah, I'm not behind it. And I don't think I will be putting any money into supporting or watching the World Cup this
1: year. No, no, I, I think it's absolutely appalling. Um, Jonathan Gresham coming back to progress. I'm very excited about. Um, As will is. He, will be... he be... Demanding a match with Spike Trevey as he never really lost his title. Very, very true.
0: It'd be a great match. It would be a great match, and the fans would be behind Gresham, and Spike Goodray could just crush him again.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I like,
0: I like, I like your thinking. Uh, he's not going to be the only person out there. It's a former ROH star, the world famous cheeseburger. Uh, who was part of the WXW World card uh, show, uh, he'll be making his Progress
1: debut, uh, something he's wanted to do for a long time as mm. well. So uh, good luck to him. It does show that Progress is a world-respected show. Um, everybody wants to be in Progress, and it is brilliant. Please subscribe to Progress On Demand. If you don't already, please watch Progress shows live. They are fun.
0: Right, we can't... Stop and go on from without talking about one thing progress Daily Star. We talk. I did talk about it, Mr. Keller. Uh, but you seen the clip, the Daily Star, it got roasted online. This would be
1: the clip me, of the Sunshine Machine, um, doing the uh, standing on the shoulders jump into the crowd of people on the outside.
0: Yes, well, Stanny Black also uh, does a run and jump, and well,
1: to start with, I thought it was in slow motion. Um, it it takes a long time for them to do the move. Everyone's set up and is left standing there, not knowing whether to to quote Steve Austin, "Shit" or wind their watch. Um, it, yeah, this was one move
0: that wasn't particularly great. For the live audience, this is is where I'm going to come in and actually argue for the live audience. I think it's a great spot, and I'm sure the crowd went wild, and I'm sure they went, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. But I didn't translate into...
1: You know why I think it probably didn't translate? Because it stayed on the hard cam the whole time. If it had been edited between a handheld and the hard cam, it would have come over at different timings. So it might just be an editing thing. Um, yes, I can understand why it got panned, but you know what? It was one spot in an overall brilliant card. Get over it. Yeah,
0: I think so too. But yeah, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and defend the spot in any way. I don't think it was a good spot, but you know for the live crowd i'm sure they really really enjoyed it i'm sure if i was there in the live crowd it would have been absolutely amazing but sitting on the video is not for me now let's move on and uh as i say amazing talents every single one of those people in the ring so uh you know nobody should be arguing that these guys shouldn't be wrestling it's just one spot that didn't translate anyway Ro through UK, let's talk about uh, the other biggest promotion in the UK, Repro UK. Oh, so, Live in Southampton was actually streamed live via their new demand, uh Repro on demand service. Uh I caught it. I caught the second half of the show. It was a decent live in Southampton show. It's not one of their big mad cars. so it's, it, it introduced a lot of the younger performers.
1: It was a soft um, attempt at the live streaming. It wasn't something that they made a big thing about in advance. It was, no. uh, let's see how it goes. If it goes horribly wrong, not the end of the world. It's live in Southampton.
0: Yeah, it was which is good, know, as you say, I think, yeah, probably the right thing to do. I didn't even notice it had gone live, they literally just announced it on the day as they were going. I was like, Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> go check this out, see how it went. And yeah, uh, I love the idea, I think it's a good way to uh, give fans an options. you know, to not miss all the action. Uh, I don't think it's going to take away from live audience attendance, I think a lot of to promoters, promoters and promotions tend to fear uh this type of venture of the fear of uh not having the fan attendance but you know the Premier League is on every bloody week and uh they still draw crowds of 50 60 70
1: thousand well, so I'm not going to go to Southampton for a wrestling show. Although mm. well, I've been further, <laughs> but yeah. I'm not going to go to Southampton for a wrestling show. I am going to go to St. Neots for a wrestling show. I am going to go to Huntingdon for a wrestling show. I will watch a show that's in Southampton.
0: Yeah. And even going into London is a bit of a pain in the arse So, live London shows would probably not be at the top of my list either. But as you say, York Hall shows, it's worth the trip. And of course, uh, they're in Stevenage. You're going to be there uh but before we move on to that it is uh right following the main event which RKJ defeated Gabriel Kidd in a very good match i want to give a massive shout out to Sapphire Reed and uh Maya Matthews who are two amazing young uh women uh with with Sapphire Chantel Jordan and Maya Matthews That's a great young women's core division to build around in RevPro UK. And if they can do that successfully, because a lot of the other big promotions haven't used these three ladies yet. And uh, to be honest, absolutely three of the top talents in the UK right now. And uh, yeah, if if RevPro UK can start to build something around that, we've said it for a long time, RevPro UK do not do enough to represent women in wrestling. Uh, But with this new young base, maybe... Maybe we'll get to see a bit more. Fingers crossed. Uh, but RKJ, after his main event win, uh, he called out the Great Okan. Oh, hail the Great Okan of the United Empire. Uh, this is because at the New Japan show, RKJ was pinned by the Great Okan, uh, who is still undefeated in the UK. So it is the championship versus the undefeated streak at a upcoming York Hall show in December. I can't remember the date. I possibly think it's December seventeenth, but I I can't be sure. But it's going to be RKJ uh, versus Grey Khan in uh, a York Hall main event. I think is a great match. I think should do. I think is a good good main event for a York Hall show. To be honest, yeah, definitely. Now that they haven't got uh, Mister Will let's talk about uh, the super j cup you're going to be there who are the latest
1: entrants michael oku and leo rush are the latest entrants. yeah my, my son is so excited that he's going to get to see leo rush he is absolutely buzzing um so yeah they are going to be joining the super j cup on the 27th of october at the gordon craig theater in stevenage um, they're joining already announced uh Connor Mills, Robbie X, Leon Slater, and Will Caden.
0: Yeah. Uh six of the eight entrants, two more to go. I'm sure they'll have another big name international name join the uh Talent be interesting to see who it be. Uh but my money's still on Connor Mills to uh come out victorious at the end of it. Uh, I think it's Mills time.
1: I was having to think about who the other entrance could be. Now, obviously, I I I want it to be Mike Bailey. We said that before. We discussed it before. Love it to be Mike Bailey. Another international. Who do you reckon it could be? And my hope, my pray, and I know it's hugely unlikely because I don't think they've ever worked with him before. How cool would it be to have Vikingo come over here? Yes, please. I mean, allegedly, he's only being paid a couple hundred dollars a match. So, go on, you can afford him. Get him in. Yeah, Del
0: Hideo, I don't think. Yeah, or uh, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Bandido as well. But Bandido's a big lad. I mean, I'm not sure if he's really actually truly... Uh, he, he says 225, probably. So, they do have the 225 limit. Uh, Luke Jacobs, of course, is injured, so he's not going to be part of it. It'll be interesting to see if they uh, haven't relinquished the Cruiserweight Championship since he's going to be out probably for the rest of this year now. So uh, that would be interesting to see. Maybe have uh, the winner of the J-Cup become the new uh champion. Uh, other name?
2: Uh,
0: I like uh, Ninja Mask. He'd be really interesting. Ninja Mac. Ninja Mac, sorry, yes. Uh, Someone from maybe New Japan. Uh, El Desperado would be an excellent addition.
1: Zach Sabre Jr. would be nice. Zack Sabre Jr. would be very, very nice.
0: And of course, in the main event, you've got Minoru Suzuki versus Dan Maloney, who are just going to slap and beat the crap out of each other.
1: Now, I'm thinking this could be almost on a level with that match that we saw with Gabriel Kidd versus Yotasuji.
0: Anyway, uh, they are in action again on the next day, on October 23rd, with Live in London 66. uh, The Sunshine Machine Defender Red Pro UK Tag Team Championships against the Greedy Souls.
1: Have you ever had a preview of (laughs) Dejava?
0: Yeah. Uh, Leo Rush will face Robbie X. Minoru Suzuki will face Yota Suji. That's a really, really interesting matchup. Uh, We talked about whether... I talked about with uh Kieran whether do uh, what the options for Gabriel Kidd and uh Sho Rumino and where they kinda lie on their excursions and whether he's gonna see them return to the uh thing. I mean for somebody who's already, for me, ready to go straight over to New Japan right now and be awesome is bloody uh Yoda Suji and uh so this should be good. Uh, Let's Um, move on to some TNT Extreme. Yeah! Um, TNT
1: Extreme. There's there's lots of TNT Extreme. Lots lots, lots of TNT Extreme, yes. I'll start off. Effie will make his TNT Extreme return on the 1st of December for Cold Day in Hell. Everybody loves a bit of Effie.
0: Yeah, uh, I I like Effie. I think he's a a good talent. He is a hard worker in the ring. Uh, Whether there are things... I know a lot of people may say, oh, he's over the top, or he shouldn't do this, he shouldn't do that. Uh, I just think he's a great worker. Right? If he can have some great matches, I think mean, that's all that matters. Yeah,
1: it's fantastic, is you it? Know, yeah.
0: mm.
1: But before that...
0: Yes, it's of course the TNT Extreme Rock and Wrestling Extravaganza. Extreme Fields on the 29th of October. Uh Tate Mayfers will now be in action against Scotty Rourke. He was originally signed to play uh face maggot, and I'm really disappointed that we're not gonna get this match. But uh Tate Mayfair's Scotty Rourke should be an absolute uh fantastic match. The Zarge laid out a challenge for Shamanade to answer, and they have accepted this. Uh, we know that match is great.
1: Mm-hmm. Things
0: are gonna get extreme because Big Lou Nixon will challenge Clint Marjereff for the TNT Extreme Division Championship. Charles Crowley has become weirdly obsessed with James Greenwood and would like a match with him at TNT Extreme. James Greenwood has turned him down, and I'm, I'm uh, but I, I'm trying to tell Greenwood he is the only answer. Only, only Greenwood can stop Crowley. Because Greenwood is an agent of good. He enforces the rules. And without rules, there is chaos. There is Charles Crowley. Therefore, Greenwood, you are the only one that can defeat him. Please face him at extreme fields.
1: I love James Greenwood. I love Charles Crowley. They both have their roles. And they should not meet.
0: I'm breaking my own rules. I know I am, but I want it to happen.
1: I know, it'd be great if it happens, because Greenwood is just pure professionalism and wonderful and great and just a lovely person. And Charles Crowley's a black. That's why he
0: is the only answer.
1: Yes.
0: Yes, okay. Uh, where are we?
1: Uh Joe will finally get their hands on Simon Miller.
0: going to be a good... Uh... Beefy matchup, big guns Joe and Simon Miller. Uh, we've well, had been, chaos wrestling have announced their match up as part of the show, uh, and it's going to be Brendan White defending the Oil All Wales Championship against Harrison Bennett. I do apologise. I missed the fact that the She Wolves will also be defending their tag team championships against the former champions, the Live Birds. But as I say, Chaos have announced that Brendan White will defend the All Wales Championship against Harrison Bennett. And we when we spoke to Mr. Uh, Brendan White, he couldn't put over Harrison Bennett enough. Yeah. So should be interesting and good.
1: Another match that should be very interesting is Russell Island's match for the show, which is Harley Hudson looking to become a double island champion. She faces Lance Rivera for the Island Championships. Now Hudson did pin Rivera at the Extreme Field show to win the Power Up Briefcase last time they had an Extreme Field, so it will be good to see this match return. And it will be good mm-hmm. to see if Lance loses his gold. I do hope so.
0: Well, he's also been targeted recently by the returning Scott Oberman. So. Uh... Keep an eye on that, I guess. Interesting situations developing all the time in British wrestling. Uh, another championship match has come to uh, Extreme Fields as courtesy of Lancashire Wrestling Federation as David Guzzi defends the LWF Championship against Aiton Steen. We do like a bit of Aiton Steen. Indeed. Uh, infamous Wrestling, uh, who we recently had the Violent Gentleman Society uh, talk to us about Infamous, well, talk to yourself about Infamous Wrestling. And uh, they are providing Joey Hayes and Dylan Roberts, to very underrated uh, veteran great workers. Uh, and, of course, there's always that North Wrestling and NCL match that was announced earlier. Liam Slater defends the North Wrestling Championship in a fatal four-way with Leon Slater, Will Cruz, and Jack Bandicoot. And you've still got Soft Pro to
1: announce their match for the show. And let's be honest here. We know there is no way that Soft Pro are going to be... Um putting on a a
0: a A dud (laughs) (laughs) no no uh whatever soft bro gonna do i'm sure it's gonna be big and uh extreme fields already is absolutely stacked of course it's not just the wrestling you've got the music uh you've got the vendors uh our good friends the united wrestling podcast are actually gonna be there so big shout out to them uh if we go there i'm sure we'll uh go chat with the boys because they're always uh up for a good laugh and they, they like a good beer while watching their wrestling so go check out united wrestling podcast while you're over there there's gonna be a costume contest uh so you know dress up have fun it is gonna be uh well the night before halloween which is you know the 29th but it's it looks like it's gonna be insane
1: it does indeed. TNT Extreme um, will also be in action, as you say, on the 30th um, with Level Up from TNT Ignition. Um, we do love a bit of Ignition. That will feature a seven-man ladder match for the TNT Ignition Level Up briefcase, which will feature Leon Slater, Jack Bandicoot, J.J. Webb, Sona Durson, 2 and Take Is Greatness himself, and somebody who I am starting to really enjoy watching a lot,
0: Chase Alexander. Yeah, I'm a, I, I like Chase. Uh he's uh cold, calculating, vicious. could be an interesting heel in a, in a, in a few years. Uh of course my uh, beautiful wife she does say he should put on some wrestling pants like a normal wrestler. <laughs>
1: wrestling <laughs> pants.
0: yes <the> wrestling tights. To <laughs> stop wrestling in his, his in his weight in his, in his weight as outfit, uniform. yeah. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. I, I, don't, don't, don't hate us, Chase. It's just, you know, the, what the wife says. Anyway, uh, Shreddy and Jimmy Jacobs will be teaming up to face Born Ready, R.P. Davis, and Rick Marcus, the Cumbrian Outlaw.
1: Gia Adams will take on Lucy Skye. Um, really like Lucy Sky. We saw her at um Lancashire Wrestling Federation all those months did, ago. Um, great, great wrestler. Leon Gray versus Max Brooker and MVK Valgabius okay. yes. versus Sam Bailey.
0: Great matchup. Should be uh, good to see um, MVK, I think, who's got tremendous upside, lots of talent, great size. <laughs> Sam Bailey, of course, is an amazing veteran worker, so... Uh good to see some um, NVK get in the ring with the likes of uh, mr bailey
1: yes but there's even more news from tnt isn't there bloody well it is. <laughs> it never ends tnt extreme have announced that dead or alive tnt's extreme deathmatch tournament will be taking place on the 4th of march and alley catch has been announced as the first entrance
0: yeah, DOA is part of a double show that will also feature TNT, TNT Ignition, Sky's the Limit. With double tickets, double show tickets available now, and it's not ended there. There has been one final major announcement very recently. General Live will not be the only deathmatch tournament next year as TNT Extreme will be bringing their brand of violence to Birmingham uh, with Phil Kill. No date has been provided yet, uh, but more information will come soon. Uh, Do you reckon maybe DOA will be an all-women's deathmatch tournament again?
1: Uh, Honestly, don't know. Hope so, because it was amazing last time. It'll Um... be
0: interesting to see an all-women's and an all-male... Thrill
1: Fair Kill punch. will be great for me because Birmingham's a hell of a lot closer than Liverpool.
0: There you go. There you go. There's geography
1: for you. Learn things on Tights.
0: Of course, insane ICW. championship wrestling.
1: see yeah. up. Yeah, they're bringing two days of insane action to Newcastle on the 22nd and 23rd of October at the Northumbria University. Dirty Django, the former Fandango, will be in action. Uh, Casey is set to face Lizzie Evo in what will be one of the best women's matches of the year, without doubt. Layton Buzzard is going to have his hands full, isn't he? He's
0: facing off against Mr. Kickass himself in Skinner, the yeah. British psycho. That's going to be a good match. That's two of
1: you. your favorites, it really. Is two of my favorites,
0: indeed. Need to get ICW on demand, one of us,
1: yes, we really should. The manifestos Eddie Castle and Grant McIver will challenge the Glasgow Grindhouse of Luke King Sharp and Krieger. Jason Reed and Coach Tripp will take on Andy Wilde and Sakib Barley. And finally, Leighton Buzzard again will face Kez Evans in a non title matchup.
0: Look, I never like non title matchups, but it's going to be a good match. Yeah. So. Let him go, uh, yeah. The first lane buzzing match is on the 22nd, and the uh, second and in buzz match is on the 23rd. <laughs> and of
1: course, we'll we'll want to see both men get punched in the face, so it's perfect, indeed.
0: Uh, there's news for Fear and Loving on the 20th of November at the garage in Glasgow. Uh, the first two competitors for the six man ladder match at Fear and Loving, which will uh, give him the number one contender for the Zero G, G Championship. Uh so the first two guys announced have been Levi and Luke Cairo. Also announced BT Gunn will face Jack Jester in a King of Insanities match. And Shaw Samuels will face Jackie Polo. TB's Jackie Polo. TB's Jackie Polo. Let's talk what about one PW. W They there, let's uh you went to one PW, did a little review. Two-minute overall, give us something.
1: Twisted Face available on Fight TV for fourteen ninety nine.
0: It is, and uh, I'm going to say something about the price. I think it's too high. It put me off buying it.
1: It is too high. Um, their next show is on the 18th of February. John Morrison and the entire Valkyrie will take part in the show in Lincoln. Um, so yeah.
0: Uh, They've apparently announced a 1PW, have announced a brand new fan package, all access, Uh, make memories that last a lifetime with a totally unique fan experience. Tickets available
1: now. For about 200 quid. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Wrestling NCL are back in action on the 15th of October at Anarchy in the Brewery. They have sold out another show. This show is The World at Large. Tell them who they're going to get to see. Well, HG Drake will face Bad Boy G Money
0: in what I believe is a low blow match, I think. It's just a whole rivalry of revivals around Lobos. And uh, if you haven't seen the incredible, incredible promo video put together by Mr. G Money, which is different to his usual promo video, he's not walking his dog on this one. He's put together a fantastic package, really amazing. Yeah, Uh, package. Yeah, go check that one out. Uh, Millie McKenzie will face Lizzie Evo. Great match. Lana Austin will face Casey. Great match. Kid Bandit will face Will Cruz. Poor well, Kid Bandit's going to get squished. Warhorse will uh, be chasing Amir Jordan around the ring. Uh, boisterous Behaviour defend their Tag Team Championships against these Sunshine Machine boys. Uh, Liam Slater will defend the North NCL Championship against Joe Hendry and the Alenda Gentry. Uh, Zio Knox and uh Benji are also going to be in action, so it's going to be another great show. Uh, North Wrestling and NCL have sold out the, the, Anika Bre- Anika- ah, the Anarchy Brewery, uh, for the last I think, 10 you know, it's I, I can't remember how many times they've sold it out right now. It might honestly be think time to think about moving to a bigger venue,
1: yeah. Mm, yeah I can understand that congratulations to them, it's brilliant
0: yeah it's great, it's awesome It's awesome to see North uh, doing so well I think they've got a great uh, package, I think their video production is fantastic uh, when they do uh, they're available on independent wrestling TV, IWTV uh, they also have their own uh, Patreon service where you can check out and uh, even some fan services I just think that, yeah, all around what North do is uh, great work.
1: Just a little bit of breaking news before we go on to Pro Wrestling Chaos. Ooh. Progress Wrestling have just announced one of the matches for Snake Charmer in Cardiff. Ooh, what's a new match? Tom Dawkins yes. versus Tate Mayfairs.
0: Oh, well, you know Tate Mayfairs is going to squish that jabroni. <sighs>
1: Who's he ever beaten?
0: Tom Dawkins huh, didn't even make it into the Natural Progression series. So, uh, <laughs> Pro Wrestling Chaos. Uh, They have two shows coming up, both on the 26th of November. The All or Nothing, which is in the evening, and The Maiden Voyage, which is early in the afternoon. The Maiden Voyage will feature a tournament to become uh, the Maiden of Chaos. Uh, your latest obsession, Tonga. Is the second name to have been revealed for the tournament previously announced was Rain Leverkusen? All or Nothing will feature a six man ladder match that will uh give him the heir to the throne briefcase. Uh, two names have been revealed for this Harrison Bennett and Colin Mills.
1: Nice, hmm.
0: okay, Retro well. Carnival
1: will not be back this year, but they will be back on oh, the 20th. By the way, you can get uh.
0: Pro Wrestling Chaos latest show on demand for $199.
1: For $199? That's a slightly better price. <laughs> um, yeah, Wrestle Carnival will not be back this year. They will be back on the 29th of January with Carnival of Champions. All four names have now been announced for the future X Cup. Nino Bryant, George Lydon, and CJ Rawlings. Where's your money? I am only reading three names. Uh,
0: Nino Brian George. Oh, Kung Fu Mark True.
1: Woohoo! Um, my money is on Nino.
0: Ah, I'm gonna have to put my money on Kung Fu Mark True. I mean, one, Kung Fu. Two, he's a Power Ranger. He is, he, he is a team with attitude, and that makes him a Power Ranger. So, therefore, Kung Fu Mark True and the Kung Fu will win.
1: Sam Bailey will make his carnival debut. As Emerson Jane makes her return. Plus in the main event of the match, Carnival champion Man Like DeRice will defend his championship against his teammate, Leon Slater.
0: That's gonna be a banging match. <laughs> There's
1: going to be a lot of
0: flying around in that match. There's going to be a banging match. And, uh, yeah, definitely can't (laughs) take away from those guys. Uh, UKPW are in action on the 22nd of October with the return of tables, ladders, and scares. Oh, my. Danny Black uh, puts his Interregional Championship on the line in a ladder match. Uh, uh, So far announced, it's going to be a fatal four-way, but Tommy Lawrence and Trashman have been announced so far. Final opponent yet to be named. Do you know, what? Would you, would you like to know a fact? Go on, give me a fact. Danny Black won the Interregional Championship in
1: a ladder match at last year's Table Ladders and Scares. I remember. There you go. And if you want to see it, you can see it for free on UKPW's YouTube channel.
0: Yeah, go check
1: that damn match out right now. That's an <gasps> even
0: better price. Indeed. Uh, KM Lane squares off against Jack Kent in a grudge match, uh, and Rex Armstrong will face Rocco Garcia as Harry Sefton accompanies him. And You see, there was a great storyline of Harry Sefton helping Rex Armstrong and his tag team partner J.J. Lynch uh, eventually become the tag team champions, but of course, most of those were tag team matches. I think J.J. Lynch was out injured, and uh, Harry Sefton so Harry Sefton was a bit let down by this and uh, decided to take it out on the boys. Just, just some interesting backgrounds to the stories.
1: That's what wrestling is. It's all about stories. And speaking of stories, United Wrestling presents Day 7, Monster Bash, on the 30th of October. Simon Quest versus Hakan in a trick or treat match. I like the sound of that. Indeed. Sunset Skip versus Rex Armstrong. Kira Chimera and Luna Blue team up to take on the 8-7. The meme team, Adonis Payne and Artemis. We love you guys. Versus the Delightful Powers. It's looking like a great show.
0: Well, obviously the meme team are going to win that match because, you know, the official podcast of the meme team, apparently... Anyway, uh Wrestle Island. Islanders are back in action on the twenty-seventh of November with Cobra Kyland. Uh, we've got the All Valley Under Twenty Three tournament that gets underway. It will feature these four young competitors, Senna, Evan Kelly, Gaia Hoax, and Christy Quinlan of the Violet Gentleman Society.
1: Who you can see me interview if you have a look on our YouTube.
0: There go, check that out, Bodyslam.net <laughs> Plus, uh, two championship matches A six-man grudge match And a deep-primed and rewind match I really look forward Into finding out what The strange stipulation The Islanders promoters have come up On this occasion They're always good for some Entertaining new concept RP Davy, Lance Rivera Lucy Ali, Aurora Tevers Harley
1: Hudson and more All said to be part of that show Catch Pro Wrestling Monday Night Catch is back on the 7th of November at Breadshed in Manchester. Senna has issued an open door challenge to Scott Oberman. Not, not the greatest person to challenge, really. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I believe it's actually been referred to as an Oberman door challenge.
1: Ah, that makes as much sense. <laughs> Lydia Evo will defend her Catch Pro Wrestling Championship against Chantel Jordan. Plus, the Enigma series returns. Lucia Lee versus Rio in a Block B match. And Lana Austin versus Emerson Jane in a Block A match.
0: Yes, the and I have great- the rules somewhere for the Catch Pro uh, Enigma series, which have been set put in place by the Greater Manchester Athletic Commission. Um, it's somewhere. Uh and then we've got some absolutely fantastic big news also regarding uh catch pro. Here we go. The Enigma series rules, as deemed by the Greater Manchester Athletic Commission. They are as follows: Enigma series matches are one full with a 15-minute time limit. Fools can occur via pin, submission, knockout, count out, or disqualification. Each combatant will wrestle the other three combatants in their respective blocks. Winners will receive two points. There will be a one point awarded if both combatants go to a time limit draw. Combatants who are disqualified or counted out will be penalized with a one point deduction. At the end of the block stage, the combatants with the most points in their respective block will move on to the final. In the event of a tie, uh, the winner of the block stage matches will have the advantage and will go on to win so whoever, If two people finish on six points, whoever won that their matchup uh, will advance. Uh so at the end. Uh the winners of A block and B block will compete in the final for a shot. At the catch weight championship, the overall winner must give the defending catch weight champion one week's notice to prepare for the match so no cash-ins good i am sick and tired of the cash-in uh so i I like that uh good on you uh greater manchester athletic commission who've also been in contact with us recently regarding a new championship that's going to be introduced to catch wrestling pro uh the Catch Wrestling Pro, a brand new title, and the GMC have asked us to vote on a possible title contender, uh, which will take place on the 5th of December. Uh, We've been given sort of four of mine, I really think, possibly, could. so we'll be discussing this at a different point, but Chris Ridgway is one, Scotty Rourke is another, Joe Kessler is another, and 2-Bit. They've all got great, you know... Chris Ridgway was basically undefeated until he was defeated by Two Bit. Scotty Rourke is on a phenomenal tear. Uh, Joe Kessler is the current weights champion, and Two Bit. Well, he beat Chris Ridgway. He he brought the undefeated streak to an end. So even one of these guys could be a great uh, challenger. Uh, be interested in. I'll let let me know your thoughts on who we who we who who you think we should put forward.
1: I think it's a challenge because I Ridgway started the year like nobody's business and because he's been spending so much time in Japan he's been a little bit quieter the second half of the year he's whereas, been amazing in pro wrestling
0: now, uh, and uh, I think he's only been defeated once in a tag team match
1: whereas Scotty Rourke has just been building and building over the whole year mm. um, Joe Kessler he's a catchweight champion, though champion he he's doesn't need to say anything else he's demonstrated exactly what he needs Two bit is the only person I look at in there, and yes, he's got a victory over Ridgeway, but he's he's not always the cleanest of wrestler to um, take part, is he? No, uh, I think I it's, it's for me.
0: I say it's, it's Ridgeway or Walk. I definitely think we we should uh, talk about this and send our submission through to the uh, Greater Manchester Athletic Commission about this. Anyway, uh,
1: for the more elite wrestling, are uh, you going to be there? Unfortunately, I am DJing that night. Uh, Friday the 28th like of that. October, PEW return to action with toil and trouble. Indeed, let's no line-up. There is a trick-or-treat street fight. Lance Rivera versus Jason Joshua. Big Daddy Unicorn. Brady Phillips and Riley Nova will be working together as a massive tag team to take on Jack Stars and Alana Stone. Bryden will take on the vegan Prescott, and Ivy is going to have an open challenge. My man, Smashing Mike, will be taking on Chase Alexander, defending his internet championship. I see what you
0: did there, man. You you tried to skip my boy H Hood's match, man. You put some respect on that, and just tell the people that H Hood will be teaming with the incredible Ronnie Knox to face this uh, PW team of uh, Alana Blue and the Invisible Man. You know. I
1: don't need to, you've done it now.
0: Just terrible, you know. Well I tell you what, why don't you tell me about Riot Cabaret wrestling? Because I know you're very interested in possibly attending this show.
1: I am the Slap'em Grand at the Clapham Grand on the 18th of October, which is next Tuesday. Nina Samuels will take on Millie McKenzie for the Women's Championship. Ooh, uh, Nina Samuels holds that belt, holds it with pride. Millie McKenzie knows Nina Samuels well. This could be a great match. There will be a 16 tag team turmoil match 0 oh, 1 2 1 versus the CPF, the Close Personal Friends. Do we know which combination it is? Uh, I believe it's gonna be Newman and Black. Excellent. Versus the Greedy Souls. Versus FSU. Versus Tate Mayfair's and a mystery partner. Because Tate's obviously just battering off everybody. There's gonna be so many people that want to be Tate Mayfair's partner. I'm sure. Yeah, versus wants to be with the greatness. Versus Sunshine Machine. Um, that's like the best tech teams in the UK altogether. You're only missing the 8-7. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Harley Hudson will take on Alexis Falcon and Libby Grace in a three-way dance. Session Moth Martina versus Charles Crowley in a match that will just be hysterical. Indeed. I wonder if he'll pull a beer out of his hat. <laughs> Ooh, good Joe good. Lando takes on Murdoch and Spike Trevay will be in action against the big man, Charles Samuels.
0: That'd be a good match. I'm interested in that match. I really, really am. Uh, right, before we leave you, I'm going to just briefly talk uh, some WXW news because, one, I had an amazing time over in that the World Tag Team Festival. I can't uh, stress how well I was absolutely treated by WXW. Uh... You know, taken out for lunch. Everybody was so friendly and welcoming. I got to meet other people in the media, which was absolutely fantastic. And uh the shows themselves were absolutely amazing. I, I have I'm writing something. I'll give you a hint. It's called uh WXW Tag Team Festival shows British promotions need to step up a little bit more because over that period, I can tell you, 100%, I have not been to better shows. I, for, for everything, for atmosphere, for the matches themselves, they were literally the three best ma- uh, shows I've been to. And uh, as for my my beautiful wife who came with me, she also agreed that these have been her favourite shows to attend. So just pointing out there. And I also got some amazing merch. So I didn't really give a chance to uh, show off properly when we did the, the review. So this is my WXW. We love wrestling, hate racism, something we stand behind 100%. Uh, the Hungarian superstar, the Bull of the Village. I mean, this is an awesome T-shirt for Gulyas. Uh, My wife's new favorite wrestler. Mr. Peter Tihani in this amazing Rick and Morty-inspired t-shirt, which I think is amazing. And, of course, big, big shout-out to the Big Bad Kaiju who saw me in in a in a, in a well-worn uh Big Bang Kaiju top, and he saw it, and he invited me over to see him, and he provided me this brand-new Long Live the Kaiju shirt. And again, I literally cannot thank him enough for that. Uh, one thing I did forget to show off last time, actually, was this Masha Slamovich lighter. Which awesome. Is absolutely brilliant. So big thank you to Masha Slamovich as well. Well, uh, I'd really highly recommend you check out my really latest interview with Robert Dreisker that is available now on YouTube. Uh, This coming week, I am going to be talking to the Arrows of Hungary. I'm going to be talking to them about their WXW career and how they actually built the scene over in Hungary. Because I heard overheard some great stories from Tesla, talking to another person about how Dan I really really want to Give them this platform to talk about this I know you're so gutted for this one because they are Your favourite European tag team
1: They are and I am Genuinely 100% Pissed off That unfortunately I cannot be there I have a very good excuse for why I can't attend um, You are a counsellor I am I've got planning Um, I will be, I'll be You're doing- a very oh. important man you're King Dan <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, I won't be able to take part in this interview. Guys, if you've got any questions for the Arrows of Hungary, message us on the old Twitter machine at um, that, Tiantidespod. i Um oh, there too. Yeah. started. Uh,
2: give,
1: <laughs> give us a message and let us know if you have any questions for the Arrows of Hungary. But in the meantime, do you have any news? From um, WXW? I really do. Their
0: next big show is Driver Champions. This is on the 12th of November. At Driver Champions, as per name, all, so the, championships, all of the championships will be on the line. Uh, so, uh, that includes the new champions, the French Adores, after
1: they won the World Tag Team Festival. Sorry, go. Do you remember the WWE crash'em game, the the one where you had to drive the monster cars that were all themed and crash into each other.
0: I remember it, but I never played it,
1: unfortunately. Driver Champions, you see? That's what it is! (laughs) Seriously, Um, oh my god. Elliot! Elliot's got to design us a WXW monster truck. Excellent idea. But yeah, the driver champions, it's on the
0: 12th of November, as per the name as the say. The new champions, uh the ta- tag team champions after they won the World Tag Team Festival, the Frenchidors, who had the most incredible finals match against Ambosses, Rob Robert Dreisker and Icarus. One of the most insane uh tag team tornado, no count out match. It's Yes, oh, it's definitely worse when it when it comes available. I know uh, they've recently uploaded the first night of the World Tag Team Festival. They've also noted Meta Hands return to WXW of We Love Wrestling. Thirty-four, he takes on Axel Tiska. Uh, i really recommend uh signing up to wxw now uh you will not only do you get wxw germany you also get ipw germany body slam wrestling from denmark rising sun wrestling from italy you've got uh body Zoe from belgium slam wrestling from canada uh if we forget about what i did mention about canada i uh, bloody wxw there's no need for NXT. europe exists it's wxw <laughs> and uh yeah if you want uh young lads I, I really highly recommend for these young performers out there go go uh contact wwxw WXW, robert dreisker contact him about spending a few weeks at the academy over in uh wxw germany because they are producing some incredible stars as of late anyway back to what i was saying the french doors they were incredible they won they are new team championships having one world Team festival alice inc will also be defending her uh women's championship after she won the femme fatales and then dethroned uh the wish picture pro wrestling baby allison to become the new uh wxw women's champion Uh just a phenomenal competitor. Uh also uh maggot defensive shotgun championship and Tristan Archer Defense, the Unified World Championship. have you know it's three of the champions for French. Yes. (laughs) There we go. Uh but of course before that, we love wrestling. There's gonna be a we love wrestling show in uh Balefield, be Deerfield. It's it's Deerfield, yes. Uh and uh well,
1: if you Did don't Truman know... Do Roswell think that's going to happen?
0: I don't think Truman Roswell is going I mean, I, I heard. In fact, it was Truman Roswell who told me the Balefield doesn't exist. So, uh, I have no idea where WXW are actually holding this show because, as I say, Mr. Truman Roswell, and I know he's got the knowledge, okay? He's not just a conspiracy theory nut. He is the man with the... the he knows everything. And he has told me explicitly... The Belford does not exist, so uh, I, I don't know what WXW are quite doing. Anyway, with that said, just remember, don't feed the trolls. Have a great time. Watch British
1: Wrestling. Watch your wrestling. And sit team while you do it.